Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, this is the Angels Podcast and I am Adam Riggs with my co-host, Matt Gallant. Hey everybody! We are here on the Believe Podcast Network, Los Angeles' number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in L.A. and more. Hey, uh, Matt, we kept a streak alive. We screwed up the intro for the seventh straight week. You know, I think it adds, you know, it, it just it shows people that we are human and um, possibly not the smartest people on the planet. <laughs> I, think, I, you know? I think they knew I think they knew both of those things before <laughs> we screwed up that opening. <laughs> well dude, hey man, uh it, it's good to be back and um look, I, I don't know about you if you're like a sentimental guy. I, I'm like the sentimental guy, right? Mm-hmm. And watching that game this weekend where the Cardinal fans gave Albert that one over one minute standing ovation. I mean, talk about goosebumps. I was sitting there like, I'm a man. I'm, a, I'm like a middle-aged man. I'm getting misty-eyed because this baseball player is getting a one minute over one minute standing ovation from the, you know, the opponent's home te- home. It's unbelievable. What do you think? Not only that. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that for a guy who left the organization on his own, right? He left for correct, correct, his and own that's reason. very. He was that, not, yeah, he was not let go. No, he <laughs> you left. Know what I mean? He said, yeah. "Thanks for some really great years, two World Series, MVP, Rookie of the Year, and all that stuff." I'll tell you though, man. Um, St. Louis fans, they say in baseball, "Oh, they're the most intelligent." I think they're the coolest fans, and I'm going to tell you why. And then let's get back to Albert because, dude. When the Reds, I mean, you use the Red Sox. When the Red Sox beat them in the World Series, okay, mm-hmm. I think they won in St. Louis. Whatever the fans were actually cheered for them or gave them an ovation, you know. And then all the Red Sox fans from the upper decks and stuff came down, and the other fans let them come in on the by the field and stuff. I mean, that doesn't happen, you know. What I mean? It just doesn't yeah. happen. You show me another city, maybe Boston does it, maybe. Yeah, would the Dodgers do it? I don't know. Where Mm-mm. no visiting you guy know, comes in, no. he left, comes back. No way. No, it doesn't happen anywhere. Yeah, it doesn't happen anywhere. I mean, St. Louis. All the players know St. Louis has has the best fan base there is. I mean, it's it is a great place to play. A buddy of mine that I played with in junior college, uh, one of my best friends coming up, uh, Joe McEwing played there and yeah. um yeah he was just all heart and hustle that was back in the uh mark mcguire home run days he was big mac and and joe was little mac and 
Um, they treated him like a king. I mean, they, they appreciate, I mean, Joe, Joe couldn't do anything great, but he did everything well and he gave a hundred percent and they loved him. They loved him for it. And, and so it's not always, you know, the most talented guy or, or whatever. They, they love you for your effort. They love you for your, um, for the kind of character that you are. Um, I remember when I was there and I probably told you guys this story, but I'm going to tell it again. Um, there, yeah. when, when Mark McGuire was, um, getting ready to become a free agent, um, it was, I think it was in September and he was going at the end of the season, he was going on free agent. And, um, at the time he was the best hitter in the game behind, besides bonds. And he would have commanded a lot of money and he ended up re-signing while we were there before he became a free agent he took a little hometown discount and uh they just went absolutely crazy when they announced him and he ends up hitting a home run it was probably the loudest ovation i've ever heard in my life but the the cool thing about st louis is that you know you stay in a i think i believe it's the adams mark hotel it's near the near the arch or you can see the arch i could see it from my room and you have to, and, and, and I always walk to the park because it's really close. And, you know, guys would be, you walk through this park to get there and there's guys always like waiting for you as you go. And they're always so polite. They're so nice. They're, they're not asking you to sign 50 cards, you know, they'll sign right, one or right. two, uh, you know, but they're just so cool to you that, you know, it's just like, there's no animosity, no ill will because you just wear a different jersey where some of these places that you know they <laughs> yeah. don't like you because of the jersey you wear they don't know anything about you but you're wearing a different jersey and they don't like you uh yeah to you, no. san francisco oh yeah so. <laughs> exactly but i mean it's crazy remember jerry you know jerry seinfeld had a bit about that because you're rooting for laundry pretty much and, yeah and, and and here's the funny thing like i've you know i grew up you know, on the East Coast, was I'm an East Coast guy, okay? And I grew up in New England and stuff. So no secret, I'm a, I love the Red Sox, okay? Um, I'm a big Angels fan. People, don't get mad, okay? But um, I I just recall, you know, growing up as a Sox fan. And, um, dude, you couldn't, you could not root for anybody but the Red Sox. And I've got friends now, like, Somebody gave me a Dodger hat. I wore it one time in a picture, and they're like, "Dude, you're a Sox fan. What are you doing sporting someone else?" I'm like, "It's not that, guys. I like some of the guys in the Dodgers. Red Sox are my team. You know what I mean? So, like you, I I don't root. When I was younger and super diehard, I yeah, I rooted for laundry, but at the same time, I I hated the Yankees back in the day, but I love Greg Nettles. I thought Thurman Munson was awesome. You know, Lou Pinella hated that guy, but I respected him. I mean, I rooted for them to do poorly, but yeah, dude, it's, it's tough, but yeah, you're right. It's very rare. And that's what makes St. Louis, um, really, really great. And by the way, I loved McEwing. He was, he was one of my favorite guys when he played. Yeah. Yeah. He's he was great, little and scrappy guy. and knew the game. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's one of those guys that, you know, you play him. He, he was an, he was an amazing basketball player in our Juco. He would go and he would play with the, uh, we had a pretty good team too. Um, a good basketball team and he would go and he would school all those all those guys and, and they'd be like come on please come out for the basketball team be our point guard I mean that good he's one of those guys that anything you do he's good at you know you you you, you 
toss horseshoes or play darts or whatever you do, you know, beer pong, he's, <laughs> he's going to be good at it. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know what, though? Those, it, isn't it funny how you hear stories about guys like that and guys who were undersized and overachievers? And for every Joe McEwing, Dustin Pedroia, Fletcher, you know, mm-hmm. team now, for every one of those guys, how many guys I'm sure are out there or have you come across who were just dripping with talent but didn't have the work ethic? that the McEwings, the Pedroyas, the Fletchers of, of baseball have. I mean, did you, did you come across a lot of guys like that? Yeah, you do. And there's a, there's a point where you have so much talent that it doesn't matter. And, right. you know, where these guys can, you know, wake up, roll out of bed, go get a couple hits and leave the ballpark early. And then there's other guys that have, amazing talent but just not not that good to where they can put it on cruise control and hit 300 but and then you got guys where their priorities are hey you know maybe i want to go out and and maybe i want to go to the club all night or maybe i want to you know go shopping all day and and i don't feel like waking up early and lifting weights and yeah eventually eventually a guy with less talent but with more heart and more hustle and in a better work ethic and and from there they get a they get more confidence and from there they have better concentration and you know they everything they do is geared towards one goal and that one goal it starts at seven o'clock every night and everything they do from when they wake up to to when they their head hits the pillow is for that one goal um sometimes with guys that's not enough you know yeah. but there's yeah. other there's yeah. there's other guys that that they need to do that to succeed and then there's other guys that if they you know if they just put a little bit of effort in they would have they would have done something really great but you know it's it's tough to teach you know delayed gratification or it's tough to, to teach desire or you know force yeah you can't yeah you that. can't yeah that's one thing you cannot you cannot teach desire. You can teach hustle, right? You can teach, you can teach, all right, the fundamentals, you cannot, you can't do that. You either want to do it or it's built into you or it's not, you know what I mean? I've met yeah. guys like the Trouts of the world who are gifted beyond belief, but the guy busts his ass every day. Off season, I mean, he's, he's, he's you know, in shape, he, does, he eats right, all that stuff, and he's the best in the game. So, I mean, it's it's interesting. I just uh, I, I just find it so interesting when you when we talk about these these uh, undersized guys, overachievers who just make a difference. And speaking, listen, to this seamless transition. Speaking <laughs> of making a difference, remember last time we talked, we both said when Upton comes back, things are going to start to change. And when Otani gets into his thing, things are going to start to change. And they're changing, man. I mean, still hovering around, you know, 500. But what, a, man, what an offense. Yeah, they're clicking. Um, we still need to get Simmons back. I think once we get him back, we're going to have a pretty strong lineup there. Um, but, yeah, Upton, first pitch he sees, goes deep, um, which is pretty cool. And uh, Otani's <laughs> yeah. starting to swing it. Yeah, 
He's talking about rolling out of bed, right? Yeah. Um, oh, that's, man. That's amazing. And then you've got, um, you know, Otani swinging the bat now. He's getting hot. And, um, oh, yeah. But, you know, it's just, it's just they're, they're going to have to make some, some tough decisions lineup-wise, but they've got a bunch of good decisions to be made. And, you know, I think the offense is going to be okay. It's Now it's just a matter of can we get enough quality starts to uh to make a push because right now we are in um baseball purgatory you know covering around five get we got the 500 but then we dropped two games below now we're one game below we got a game tonight but um you're in that you're in that purgatory where you're like uh you know are are we going to what are we going to do are we going to get these young guys some more time are we going to pick up another guy and make a push and you know, well, things, you know, things will happen. Yeah, right all right the now it's tough. It is tough. Because, you know, and all the networks, like MLB Network, I was watching. Uh, what's his name? Anyway, one of the guys was saying, "Look at the Angels. The Angels are one decent arm away, okay, from from you know winning that wild card. I mean, one arm. And like you said, but what do you do? Do you go out and spend stupid money for one year?" to win the wild card game or do you bring up those young guys and you know foster you know that uh, you know the challenge of the pennant race put it in them at a young age what what could happen who knows but yeah i agree man they're in a tough spot right now kind of you know 10 back 10 back in the astros they're not catching the astros but four out of the wild card that that is so doable yeah, it's it's doable. You've got three teams ahead of you. Uh, Oakland and Texas are ahead of you. Who they're who they're going to play here in this upcoming week? So um, we'll see what happens. And those are two big series. Not that you know we're still haven't even hit All Star break, but still those are those are some that's a big series right there. The White Sox are one game behind as well. So you got them all bunched up. Nobody's really separating themselves and. Right. Um, we'll see. You know, it's it's one of those deals where what what are, you know the interesting thing is okay what's what are they gonna do with Harvey when he gets back? You know. Oh, I, yeah, you're right. Um, That's a very good point. When's he supposed to come off then, the? It's soon, isn't it? Oh yeah, he's on the ten day the ten day phantom thing. I, I I wonder what they will do. You know, and then you've got what is it? Is it Kate? Is Cahill on there too? I uh, believe so. Yeah. I'm pulling him up right now. I believe he's on there too. Right. So. You've had some you've had some good starts from some young guys. Um, you know, they've already released their their uh their closer. Yeah. Um, what's, what's his name? You know, Cody Allen. Allen they released Allen, yeah. him. You know, that they gave him a bunch of money and and you know what? That that reminds me, right? There's a theory that and we talked about it before how the A's would always just promote a new guy every year to you know, every year or two to be their closer, right? And then they would right. rack up all these saves and, you know, all these GMs would go crazy over saves and uh, they could just continue to swap those guys out where, you know, the A's treated them just, just another reliever. They're just another reliever, right? You're just pitching right. the ninth inning. And sometimes the eighth inning is more challenging than the ninth, depending on who's up. What right. matters could be the seventh inning could be more challenging than ninth. So, you know, the, the you know, did did they kind of overpay for him? Did they? I mean, when I saw him pitch early on, I was like, oh, you know, throwing 92 to 90, 94 with four seam fastball and right. a curveball. 
you know, I, I always was like, oh, that that's not going to cut it. No. You know? No. And so, you know, there, there was a Especially lot when of your fastball is 91, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. So, you know, you're, you're, you're not getting a lot of swings and misses with that thing unless your spin rate is, like, out of control, but I don't think it was. So, you know, it's – I think they've done – to be where they are now, um, they've done a, they've done a really good job. Brad Osmus has done a really really good job. He's been patient with guys. Um, they've had to move guys up and down, and there's, they've had so many transactions uh, trying to you know get there, get through this massive you know amount of games where you know they had didn't have an off day for a while, and you know so I think they're in a good position, um, especially with Upton and Otani being out in the beginning of the year. So you know, it's all in all, not a bad spot to be in. Not a bad spot. You know, and, and like you said, um, Otani coming back. Uh, I saw something when I was watching the game. They said since Otani's been back, Mike Trout's, was it oh, on base percentage? One of his percentages has gone way up in, the off, in an offensive category, you know? And they yeah. say it's, it's Otani. And you had talked about that. And here's something yeah. that I – this is something that I read. I don't know if it's going to happen. Otani's talking about possibly jumping into the home run derby. Now, would you want this guy I, – I, I think he shouldn't, you know, with the elbow and stuff. Why is he going to want to put himself through unnecessary stress while he's recovering? What do you think about him possibly doing the home run derby? Uh, aren't they paying a million dollars to the winner or something like that? I think the winner gets a million. I don't think he needs it, though. Oh, every anybody, you know, I don't care how much I got. I'm I'm entering a home run derby for a million dollars. I'll I'll do it right now. Yeah, that's I'll true. do it. I'll do it for a hundred hundred bucks. <laughs> you know, but but anyway, now I think he's fine, man. He's he's taking swings. He's taking cuts right now in the game, full on. I mean, hitting hitting home run derby. It's not you know. It, yeah, it, that's true. It's not super stressful. These guys do it all the time. So you see those balls he's hitting out of. Uh, Anaheim when he was rehabbing. I mean, he was launching stuff. So, yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that move. It's um, if he wants to do it, sure, let him do it. Get get some more um, publicity over for the Angels. And all of a sudden, get, I've become the you know, Madison Baumgartner of the conversation. Let the kids play. Bah, <laughs> right, right. Bah, <laughs> yeah, but but back to your point. That that's a good point about Trout. You, you know, in the whole debate on there's no such thing as uh, protection. You know, some of these things these guys say, it's it's insane. It, it, and I can't stand – I know that I know that people are smart and they have knowledge and and they have statistics. and But you never – like, I will never know what it's like to, to, to actually fly an airplane. I've never done it. You know, I'll never know what it's like to skydive. I haven't done it. Now, I can write a book on it and I can research it and I can give you statistics on it. But – for them to say in, in, you know, I've read books before where it says, yeah, it's just, you know, RBIs, it's, it's a, it's an opportunity stat and, and, um, protection in the order is overrated and it doesn't really happen. Oh, that's baloney. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's, you, you tell some of these, uh, these, these guys that have major, that have managed in the major leagues. Like I was talking to Phil Garner and he's like, and these guys, you know, they, they have no clue what they're talking about. And there's there's got to be a fine line, right, where you're bringing in the new, but you're also, you know, you've stood in the batter's box and you stood you stood on the rubber 
you know you know what is real and what is not you know right. regardless of of what is in these books but it's i don't think it's a coincidence that trout is you know he's been on fire dude uh, the on last couple I weeks mean, on yeah. fire and it's and but you also look okay you, you yeah we gotta it's time for our cole calhoun moment you gotta look at my boy <laughs> with, cole a, with, calhoun, a with a k mm-hmm. cole with a k mm-hmm. 16 bombs 232 eh, but look at 16 bombs 127 total bases the guy's getting on base uh, you know and he's he's you know he's producing so that that helps and look at fletcher too man David Fletcher, 293. We went from the Cole Calhoun moment to the Fletcher. But going back <laughs> yeah. to it, Otani comes in, right? That whole lineup gets better. Not only the best yeah. player in the lineup, but the whole lineup gets that yeah. much tougher, you know? Well, Fletcher Fletcher has been a godsend, right? Remember how we talked about having three players manning first base in DH? Um, and so, you know, you, you've, you've gotten three players out of your roster – man you know manning two positions and can't play anywhere else yeah um and then fletcher has just been invaluable to where he can play pretty much any position on the field and so he makes it a lot easier with roster construction you know obviously listella has been just amazing um they've they've found some guys you know and injuries are injuries are tough mm-hmm. but injuries can really um, show you what you have and what kind of depth that you have. And so it looks like they've got some real good depth. And, uh, you know, the injuries, you know, allowed them to, these guys to get some playing time and actually, you know, show what they can do with, with extended periods of time being on the field. Yeah, and and the and, and Tommy Listell is still, it's unbelievable. He's got... I don't know why I'm laughing, but he's got 15 bombs, dude. He's hitting 297 with 43 RBIs. That's just a, that's such a cool story, you know. Like you said, he's getting more time to be on the field, mm-hmm. um, and he's producing. And it's um, that's got to be special too for for again a guy that's like a Fletcher or a Tom Listella to be contributing um, like that. It's it's got to be a special feeling for a player, especially when you're not you know, known to be, you know, like a, what do you, would you call him five-star player, five-star guy? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know so look, yeah. look at, look at Goodwin too, though, without drag race outside, but Goodwin, um, without Goodwin, they'd be in trouble too. Right. I mean, he, he picked up a slap big time, you know, when Upton was out. And so he, he really picked them up. No, he yeah, so he that, totally that was, did. That was a good pickup. And for him, and that's and that's great for him as well because I mean, think about it. What was he doing last season? Right. You know what's crazy yeah. though, dude. You know when Simmons gets back at short, mm-hmm. right? Think about the embarrassment of riches in in a way because you've got Fletcher and Listella, right? Who else is going to be a first or DH? Right. Who's uh? No, Tony's going to DH no matter what. Oh, okay, right? unless, gonna, unless there's a tough lefty, okay. I guess. But yeah, right. Okay, likely. so Tony's your DH, right? So it's going to be Fletcher and Listell, I guess, flip flopping. Or is Fletcher going to? No, Fletcher would probably go to second, but then Fletcher would play third. Listell would play second. Second. Likely, oh, okay. Right? Then it's no, oh, no. Then it's all set. Just trying to yeah. think who gets put down. Probably the uh, what's his name, the young guy. Well, Cozart, Cozart never comes back. Maybe. 
you know. Oh, that's a, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was Cozart was that, yeah. man. They they gave Cozart a ton of money, a ton of money. Yeah, I want to see. I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick. It's his contract is ridiculous. I mean, he's he's and he didn't really hit well last year either. You know, this year he's batting 124. He's batting 124 with two doubles. All right, here we go. All right, you ready? Uh-huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, okay. Three years. $38 million. Yeah, I knew it was oh. something ridiculous. Wow. I think, he British, I think he had one time he had, he was a, he, he had some pretty good numbers and then ended up getting injured. I think, I believe he hurt his shoulder or something, but man, it's, it's sometimes you just don't know how you're going to come back from those injuries and how you're going to heal. You know, I went through it. It's, it's, it's very difficult. Sometimes you never come back to the player you were before. And you just, oh yeah. That's gotta be so tough. I mean, cause I mean, think about it. They picked him up to be the full-time third baseman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's 32 years old. I mean, but what do you do with that? As the Angels, you're in the Angels' front office. What do you do? You, you, you release him or just keep him, or you just well, keep him on the bench? Or what do you do? Keep you him on the phantom. Well, no, you can't keep him on the bench because now you're eating up a roster spot. Oh, you're right. So you oh, you either yeah. have to you either have to trade him somehow if anybody will take him, or you just got to release him. And then you got Justin Bohr, too. What do you yeah. do with Justin Bohr? You know. Yeah. When when Simmons comes back, I don't think there's any room for Bohr, although he has started to hit a little bit better. Yes, I was going to say he started to hit and he's, he's hitting with some power. But yeah. once again, dude, you said it. It's about it's about, you know, managing that, you know, your 24, 25 guys. Yeah, yeah. especially and, with the amount of pitchers they like to keep. Right. Yeah, And he's so, a DH yeah. first baseman. He's you know what? What's his name? He gone. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bowden. Yeah. He, he gone. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah he's That's out. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. There's another one-year contract gone. Um, you know, it's it's hard. I mean, it's it's hard. It's, and it's that's got, be, Think about it. I mean, think about just this for one second. Think about this. We were talking a few weeks ago, and we're like, oh, boy. Nobody's really hitting outside of so-and-so. But now, I don't want to say it's an embarrassment of riches because they're 10 games back and four games out of the wild card. But this really is a team that is one arm away from, you know, being like a, a super competitive team in the American League, which is kind of exciting. Yeah. Yeah, That's my dramatic proclamation. I just made no, a proclamation. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, but honestly, they don't have. Let's be honest. Let's just be real. When you get to the playoffs, you better have three horses that you just run out there and say, yeah. "Go get them." Yeah. It, the Angels don't have that. They don't even have a. They don't even have one horse. I mean, Canning's yeah. going to be a horse. He's not yet. Um. Who else? Who else would you run out there to 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 go yeah. up against? You know yeah. the 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 Astros or go against the yeah. Yankees or yeah. you know even the Red Sox. Like, who but look you? at the but even the Dodgers too. I mean, if you if you were to get that far, I mean, yeah. it's you're right. You need three. You need three studs or two. Or two, you know, and then two studs or mix, a, mix it yeah. in. 
right most of them have three studs they run out there and they just keep you know they just keep cycling those things look at the world series champion yeah look at world series champion boston red sox great example of that right yeah, yeah, and there's always a guy that starts two games and finishes the third. Right. So if you've got to face a guy like Verlander or a guy like uh, Sale or a guy, not, I haven't seen what Sale's been doing this year. I know he's struggling, but you know, you, you're you're running up against you know guys like that. It's it's a bust. You know, unless so so yeah, do you want to make the playoffs? Of course. Do you want to win every game you can? Of course. But I think. You know, I think you've got to get some young, continue to get these young guys up there, continue to develop the minor league guys. And you got to find some, some, some guys, you know, that, that, you know, I'm going to send a guy to the mound that's better than the other guy on the mound, no matter who they send out there. And, right. and you got to have a couple of guys like that if you really want to make a run. Right. Essentially, you can't go into a playoff race saying, uh, if if he has his good stuff tonight, we win. You know, if yeah, you can't. You know what I mean? It's, unless it's more... unless you have a a bullpen that's like, okay, this guy comes in the sixth, this guy comes in the seventh, this guy comes in the eighth, this guy comes in the ninth, and they all shut you down. They all are going to shut you down. And right. so you know, it can be done that way, but you've got to get through five with with three guys. You know that are that are really, really good. Yeah. And so if you've got that type of, you know, that type of lineup or, or bullpen that, you know, like we talked 2002 angels were like that. And, and, you know, other teams, uh, the Astros, when they went deep, but they had oh, Pettit yeah. and Clemens, they had Pettit and Clemens, right. They, they can run out there. Oh yeah. And then, you know, but a lot of these teams, the Yankees traditionally have a bullpen. That's like, okay, Six, seven, eight, nine. See you later. You know, you well, know. Even, like, remember Cleveland? Look at, yeah, Cleveland a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If, they, if you get into the seventh and you were trailing, you're, you're not, you weren't going to beat them. No, exactly. And that's that's something yeah. that, and even if you're up a run, you're like, oh boy, we can't give up two or we're done. You know, exactly. so if you know, they know if they get into that three man, you know, okay. Sixth inning, here comes so and so. Here comes so and so in the seventh, and then this guy in the eighth, and then here comes our closer. And you know, as, as a team, you know you're always in the game, or you know you're going to win. So I don't know. I I just think I just think they're a little ways off, and I think I think they're getting there. I think they got a great minor leagues, as you can tell. These you know the young pitchers that they're bringing up, they're succeeding. They're not falling on their face, getting killed. You true, know, Canning's, Canning's, Canning's awesome. You know, I think that guy's going to be amazing. Garcia has done well with his two starts. And, uh, you know, I still believe in Berea. Hopefully uh, hopefully they give him a little little more time on the mound. But, um, they, you know, they, they I, have I to. Know. I, they, I mean, they have to unless it's one of those, you know, control things. They know something we don't, right? Do they know right. something we don't? Did, did something happen to his arm that we don't know about? Because... I mean, what yeah, his he, stats last year were kind of crazy good, right? For for yeah. you got to figure he had to be in the plans for this year, but um, you know yeah. maybe they know it, it's like in football, right? We're like, why isn't this guy starting? Well, they see him in practice every day, you and know? they so, know, yeah, and they know something. So I don't know if the Angels know something or not, but it's strange to me. It's it's just really strange to me. I don't have an answer for that one other yeah. than it's a control thing, uh, which. I don't think he's even qualified for a Super 2 now if he's up the rest of the year. So right. I don't think it's that. 
Yeah. yeah, that's it's just uh, yeah, it, but it really does come down to you know playoffs. I mean, playoffs are it's pitching and um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously hitting, but pitching, but defense too. I mean, if you're strong up the middle in the playoffs and you've got that and you've got that pitching, I yeah. mean, you're you're gonna most likely make it to the World Series. You know, most likely. Right. I'll tell you, I was at the. Uh, I know we're talking Angels here, but I went to the Dodger game the other night. Yeah, I went to Dodger game on Sunday and uh, a buddy of mine has seats, amazing seats. But uh, it was the game that Verdugo hit the walk off. Mm -hmm. Partner, I got to be honest with you. I left in the eighth to beat the traffic. I didn't even even see the walk off. So did everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) All my buddies are like, oh, dude, did you see that walk off? And I'm like, oh, it was amazing. And I'm thinking... (laughs) I did. I saw it on TV. I wasn't there for it. Did you Did you listen on the radio when you got in your car? I couldn't find it. And my 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 girlfriend oh, was like, "Let's geez. just listen to music." So we just listened to music. And but I was so you know what? I got out of there before the traffic because if you've ever tried to leave Dodger Stadium after a game, forget it. Yeah, <laughs> I used, I usually left, and when I left, it was uh, they were all gone anyway. So <laughs> it was it was nice. I was I was eating the free food while everybody was leaving. So yeah, that's how you do it, right? But uh, yeah, that's how you do it, baby. I'll tell you, man. It's uh, I know a lot. We we bet a lot. Was it wasn't last week? Two weeks ago, how they would do, and I think we both said about six and four, seven and three. Well, they were five and five. So yeah, not bad. Close, not bad at all. Not, not bad. bad. I mean, it's it's almost like they um. They, they get our hopes up and then all of a sudden they just drop us, you know, it's like, yeah. here they come, here they come. Oh no. And, um, but they got some big series. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, uh, to the series coming up. I mean, I'm looking forward to, um, seeing these guys play, um, Oakland and then Texas. Cause they can really, they can jump over two teams that, um, that are headed in the wild card race and really do some damage. Oh no, for uh, sure, and 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 look at the and and look what happened to Oakland. They lost their their star pitcher. He's done eighty games for the for being on the juice. Oh really? Yeah. Didn't even he, know that. He, he was nine and two. Um, wow. Yeah, he got he got pinched. So they're going. Wow. They're playing a semi depleted Oakland A's this week, which, like you said, you know. Four with them, if they can take three or four, that's that's great. You knock into that wild card lead, then they go yep. four to Texas. But before we even get to Oakland, tomorrow and Wednesday night, Cincinnati. So the Reds uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday. Now that's a team. Last year I'd be like, those are two wins. But this year, Cincinnati's got the pitching and they're hitting home runs. So it's it'll be interesting to see how we do uh, against Cincinnati as well. You know, National League coming out, American League Park. And I have a question for you. Why mm-hmm. why just play a two-game series? Why that's a good that? question. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I did, never see reading, I did a little reading on, uh, on some of these. Uh, it's all like – it's all about getting the matchups in September that you want in September. And it's it's based all predicated on that. And so they they've got to play a certain amount of interleague games and you know whatever. But all of this that's happening now is all about matching up 
the best teams at the end of the end of the year. And I'm looking at their schedule right now. It's September. <laughs> Listen to this. So they got the end of the end of August. They got Boston. Then they got Oakland, White Sox. Then they got the the meat grinder. They got Cleveland, Tampa Bay, Yankees, Houston, Oakland, Houston. <laughs> wow. They're going to oh. have a chance. They're going to have a chance. But that is a meat grinder there. And who Dude. Knows, you never know what's going to happen up from here till then. But uh, that's a that's a pretty rough month. Right there. <laughs> Dude, let's let's uh, I'm going to take it back to the. Yeah, let's just ready. Here it goes. And September 13th, Friday the 13th, that, the hell schedule begins. Tampa Bay, yeah. dude, like you said, three with them. They're good. They're really They're good. Real good. Year. Okay. Oh, yeah. Three at the Yankees, best team in baseball. Oh, mm-hmm. and three at the second best team in baseball right now, the Houston mm-hmm. Astros. Then you get two with Oakland and then four with Houston. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. That, dude, that is without a doubt, probably the worst schedule for any of the wildcard teams. I mean, that is a buzz. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? If you if you looked at it at the beginning of the year, you're like, yeah, these are the teams we're going to have to beat if we want to win our division, right? You're going to look at that saying, this is who we're going to have to beat. Yeah. You know, plain and simple. I mean, you're not winning the World Series without beating Boston, Yankees, Houston. You're, you're just not doing it. It's not going to happen. So Dude, I'm, I'm going out on a limb. I'm going to go out on a limb right now. And uh, I, I don't want to offend anyone out there because I'm speaking as a fan. But on Friday, August 30th, it's the first time they play the Red Sox. And that starts the whole death schedule. Uh, we, I think we're going to have to say that's going to be the end of the playoff run. <laughs> it's, it's Friday, August 30th. Don't get mad. Wow. Even listening. I, Playoff run is going to end on August. 30th. Unless, I just, is that unless, the, uh, is that say, mouse unless, I hear turning us off right now. I know, I'm just causing trouble. But <laughs> that's going to be brutal unless they can get some of these young arms to really turn the corner. I mean, they've got yeah. the offense to slug it out with anybody. Let's be honest. Right now, they've got the offense, but put it in the calendar. Friday, August 30th, maybe the end of the. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping this right. Like sports breeds. You know, if you go through tough times and you get through it still alive and, and all of a sudden, you know, you start getting your pieces back and you start winning games and you start believing, right? You start gelling as a team. You know, sometimes it just builds character and it builds a unity. And, and all of a sudden it's, it's the bunker mentality, us against the world, and nobody thinks we can do it. Let's go ahead and do it. And you know, you just you just never know. But but you're right. There, the it's it's all going to come down to the starting pitching. It really is. And, yeah, it's pitching because these guys hit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, man. I, don't think, I think the bullpen's good, right? I mean, the bullpen's yeah. pretty pretty solid. Pretty solid know. bullpen, but it is. It's just going to look. Who knows? Maybe the dark night will return. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe or maybe he'll just come back like I used this joke before, as uh, <laughs> Billy Batson. That's the kid. Shazam. (laughs) He might come back. Wait, if he's supposed to be the Dark Knight, what if he comes back as Alfred the Butler? He's kind of he's kind of pitching like Alfred the Butler right now. Well, I'm sorry, I'm just having fun. I'm rooting for the I'm rooting for the uh, 
the Dark Knight. <laughs> well, either way, you know what? Either way, it's it's you know it's they'll get some clarity before that time what they're going to do. So um, you know, so we'll see. We'll, uh, the, the the exciting thing is, you know, no matter what, they've got a good bullpen. They've got some good young arms that that have already established themselves and 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 now know that they can play in the big leagues. They can pitch in the big leagues and. Um, you know, I, I like it. I like the future of the Angels. I really do. I like where you, they are. You ha- if you don't yeah. like the future of this team, you're nuts. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I mean, this team right now, with with some of these contracts coming off the books, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the best player in the game, okay, with Trout. I mean, dude, if you the future for this team is so incredibly bright that mm-hmm. um, you know, outside of some really you know you know, horrible injuries. Nothing's going to stop these guys. This is going to be a good team in the next, you know, they're good now, but a real playoff team, maybe even next year. Who knows? See, I'm doing my big back pedal on the uh, August 30th. <laughs> right. Uh, Come thing. on, man. Come so, hey, uh, I know we've been talking for a while, but I, I, I want to just kind of, this one thing we didn't talk about Albert, uh, but Albert Pujols when he was in St. Louis, dude, have you ever in your life seen a visiting player get a curtain call after a home run? Dude, they gave him a curtain no. call after a home run. He hit yeah, the home run against their team. Any, yeah, you, ever, you barely see curtain calls ever, even for yeah. a home team guy. But, but you know, Albert's a solid dude, man. He, he did a lot yes. for the community. He, he's, a, he's a genuinely nice guy. I mean, I've had multiple times where you know we came up together he's obviously you know played a lot longer than me but he's always been a quality guy and and, oh um, yeah you know it shows it shows i mean that st louis we talked about it great fans but you know they they know they know you know they know good guys when they see it and and it shows so he's a solid dude solid dude great guy like you said the community well deserved the stuff he does, and and I heard that he still does stuff in St. Louis, right? And hasn't been there in 11 years. Yeah, it's pretty good. Or eight years, whatever it is. He hasn't been there in a long time, and he's still doing that stuff. So I, uh, I love him. I love the machine. And I just, I love the fact, too, that he wears the old school fat wristbands. You know, <laughs> he, he still, he does. He rocks that fat wristband, man. He's just, he's just looking good. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I got mine on right now. We're doing nice. a podcast. Yeah, I love the fat wristbands. <laughs> I need the fast wristbands because uh, I've got the Popeye forearms and, and it makes the wrists look tiny. <laughs> oh, by the you way, not you not, don't not, need that Velociraptor. No, I don't. do not. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to bore anybody with my uh, my baseball prowess, but uh, unfortunately today. Uh, I was 0 for 2 in our last game, so my average is now a robust 10 for 22. Jeez. Not too bad. A couple of doubles, you know. Just saying. In my head, I'm still living the dream. <laughs> Good for you, man. Good for you. Hey, into play. Good thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, homeboy. Well, take us out, man. Enjoy right. you tonight. All right. That was good. We, we hit a lot of different topics, and I'm going to tell you right now. If you don't believe this Angels team is going to be some team to be reckoned with in the next 18 months, then you're not. <laughs> no. Dude, you feel so bad about calling them out in September that they're over. Oh, no, I'm still sick with that. I'm still sick with that. Now you're I going two years. 
two-year out predictions? Come on, man. <laughs> All right, I'll be. I'll, they are a team to be reckoned with in the next 18 months, but the playoff run will end uh, August 2019. <laughs> Put it in your books. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I probably will be wrong, but I hope I am wrong. Anyway, I hope you're wrong too. <laughs> All right, hey, if you enjoyed this show, please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. And you can find us at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. And at Believe Podcasts. And if you like the show, please rate us on iTunes. And in the description, write a question, and uh, we'll answer it for you on the show. Um, Partner, I think we've got like five-star rating. We're like a fine restaurant on a budget. Yep. All, all two of them. <laughs> More Adam, less Matt. <laughs> Is he drunk when he's doing this? <laughs> no, I'm not. All right, Matt. Well, enjoyed it, man. Go Angels. Right. Go Angels. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24.